Welcome to the Ruby Plus Podcast, episode 23. Today's podcast is sponsored by rubyplus.com. rubyplus.com provides training in Ruby and Rails. Visit us at rubyplus.com. State of the 2017 Rails Stack by Derek Hu. Are folks upgrading to Rails 5? Where is the Postgres versus MySQL battle heading? Are devs embracing Puma and concurrency? Rails 4.2 is adopted by 60% and Rails 5 enjoys 20% adoption. Ruby 2.3 enjoys 50% adoption rate, whereas Ruby 2.2 enjoys 30%. You can get a graphical outlook of other software of the Rails stack, such as the relational and no SQL databases, app servers, background job process libraries, and Ruby plus Rails version combinations. Unobtrusive and Flexible Spam Protection for ROR Apps by Mark Anguera Inza. It is based on the Honeyspot strategy to provide a better user experience. It also provides a time-sensitive form submission. The strategy is about adding an input field into the form that shouldn't be visible to real users, should be left empty by real users, will most be filled by spam bots. Indexing PDF for searching using Tika, Nokogiri, and Algolia by Omar Hu. The Apache Tika toolkit detects and extracts metadata and text from over a thousand different file types, such as PPT, XLS, and PDF. All of these file types can be parsed through a single interface, making Tika useful for search engine indexing, content analysis, translation, and much more. This article shows how to extract PDF contents Use Tika in Ruby and use Algolia Cloud Search API. How to use any gem in the Rails Production Console by Mauro Otinelli. A very useful tip to use a gem that is not part of your deployed app. I personally would not use this on a production system, but I found this tip useful for other environments such as QA, staging, etc. You install the gem, find the directory where the gems are installed, Add it to the load path and require the entry point of the gem, and you can start playing with the gem in the Rails console. Data Analysis in Ruby by Alex Hu. Daru is a powerful data analysis tool for Ruby. This article shows a few Daru examples. CLI Tool for Jira by Jaehyun Shin. Tergira is a very interactive and easy to use CLI tool for Jira. Integration Testing Ruby on Rails with Minitest and Capybara by Haydar Bernhardson. Capybara is an acceptance test framework for web applications. This tutorial shows how to use it with Minitest for integration testing of your Ruby on Rails applications. How I Fixed My Biggest Mistake with Implementing Background Jobs by Jim Gay. This article talks about making decisions and background processing without rearranging your code and running some task in a background job. How to set up and deploy a Rails 5 app on AWS Elastic Beanstalk by Rob Race. Deploying a Rails app can be a somewhat daunting task to get set up right on new applications, even for seasoned Rails developers. While Capistrano has been a main player in Rails app deployments, it seems to have fallen somewhat out of favor as load balancers and computing servers have gained popularity. Thankfully, AWS, or Amazon Web Services, has created a tool for deploying and scaling Rails web application in their ecosystem. In this article, learn how to deploy a Rails 5 app on AWS. Writing Clean Monkey Patches by Weston Ganger 
This tip shows you how to use prepend to fix a bug in a gem. What makes Rails a framework worth learning in 2017 by David Heinemeyer Hansen. The same reasons why it was a framework worth learning in 2004. The more things change, the more they stay the same. DHH answers this question in detail on Quora. What is the future of web development in your opinion by DHH? For the next five years, I think yesterday's weather is the best guide. More of the same. Better APIs that conquer more of the territory that native has had to itself for a while while retaining the cross-platform, productive, free-platform appeal of the web. That has remained a winning strategy for many or most software users, even at the time when the split between native and web performance was the greatest. And now it's smaller than it's ever been. Please check out the podcast section of rubyplus.com for links to all the articles mentioned during this Ruby Plus podcast. Thank you for listening to the Ruby Plus podcast. Be sure to tune in once every other Thursday for the latest news in the Ruby developer community. You can subscribe in your podcast app of choice or listen on our website, rubyplus.com. As always, if you have stories that you would like us to share, be sure to email us at feedback at rubyplus.com or tweet the show at rubyplus.